It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus chapter 7 of the adventurous by arthur b reeve this LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Anne Fletcher. Chapter 7. The Divorce Detective At the Westport station, when our train pulled in, there was the usual gathering of cars to meet the late afternoon express from the city. As we four were searching for a jitney bus to take us down to the harbour house, I caught sight in the press of cars of the Walcott car. Sitting in the back were Winifred and her sister-in-law, Mrs. Walcott, sister of the murdered man they had come up to meet her husband johnson walcott who now came down the platform from the club car which had been well forward the train was pulling out clearing the road across the track and as it did so there flashed past a speedster with a cream-coloured body a shining aluminium hood and dainty upholstery no one could have failed to notice it as if the mere appearance of the car wasn't loud enough the muffler cut-out was allowing the motor to growl a further demand for attention in the speedster sat paquita and as we looked across from our jitney i caught sight of winifred eyeing her critically turning at the same time to say something to mrs walcott paquita saw it too and shot a glance of defiance as she stepped her dainty toe on the gas and leapt ahead of all the cars that were pulling out with passengers whom they had met did you get that whispered kennedy to me not only have we a mystery on our hands but we have something much harder to follow conflict between those two women shelby may think he's a principal in the game but one or other of them is going to show him that he is a mere miserable pawn i wonder where she could have been i speculated that road up past the station leads to the turnpike to the city could she have been there or just out for a spin kennedy shook his head if we are going to follow that colour scheme about the country we'll need to get a car that can travel up to the limit well snorted burke it does beat all how these dancers can sport cars with special bodies and engines that would drown out the hammers of hell but i suppose it would cut down the work of us detectives by half if it weren't so hastings said nothing perhaps he was calculating the cost of the outfit that had just passed and wondering whether the bill had been paid by his client or someone else the walcott car had got away and we were now jolting along in our more modest flivver eager to get back to the scene of our labours and learn what had taken place in our absence 
Back at the harbour house, Burke's man, Riley, was waiting, sure enough, with a full budget of news, as we entered quietly by another than the main entrance, and drew him off in a corner. "'What's happened?' demanded Burke. "'Plenty,' returned Riley, his reticence before us now overcome. "'You remember that dark-skinned fellow?' he asked excitedly. "'An unnecessary question,' returned Burke. "'He's not been out of my thoughts since I left. "'I hope you've watched him closely. "'We saw Paquita. "'She must have slipped through your fingers. "'You'll have to get a car that can keep up with her, Riley, "'if we're going to handle this affair successfully.' Oh, "'Yes, sir,' agreed Riley, evidently relieved "'that his chief had not administered a severer rebuke. "'I was just about to tell you of how she slips away from us in that car, sir. Uh, "'Well,' uh, he graced on, as though eager to change the subject, "'we've not only found out who that spigoty chap is, "'but that he is reported to Mrs. Maddox finally to-day. "'It seems as though she's paid him for his work of watching her husband, "'and now that Mr. Maddox is dead has no further use for him.' "'And he has gone away?' asked Craig. "'No,' replied Riley quickly. "'That's just the point. "'Even though she's discharged him, "'at least that is what it looks like, "'he's sticking around. "'At first I thought he was watching Paquita, "'and he is, but twice I have caught him talking to her. "'It may be that it's all right. "'I don't get it at all. "'I can't make out yet whether he's with her or against her.' "'That's strange,' agreed Burke, turning to Kennedy. "'I don't understand that. Do you? "'Do you suppose the fellow has been double-crossing Irene Maddox all the time? "'These divorce sleuths are an unprincipled lot, usually.' "'Kennedy shook his head noncommittally. "'I think it will be worth looking into,' he considered. "'Has anything else happened?' "'Plenty,' replied Riley cheerfully. "'Since you went away, Shelby Maddox has given up living out on the Sybarite, I understand. "'He's to live at the Harbour House all the time, and has brought his stuff ashore, though he hasn't been about much. "'He's another one who has a speechster that can do some travelling. "'What do you make of that move?' encouraged Hastings. "'Riley shrugged. "'Sometimes,' he remarked slowly, "'I think he's watching the others.' "'I don't know yet whether he does it because he suspects something of them "'or because he thinks they suspect something of him. "'Anyhow, he's brought that Jap Mito ashore, too. "'Is he afraid of him? "'Has Mito something that gives him a leverage on Shelby Maddox? "'I don't know. "'Only it's mighty strange.' "'Has Mito done anything suspicious?' asked Kennedy. "'His whole conduct is suspicious,' asserted Riley positively. "'Why was he in town so late last night? "'Besides, the fellow's well-educated, "'too well-educated to be a servant. "'No, sir, you can't make me believe "'that he's here for any good. "'He's clever, too. "'They tell me he can run a motorboat or a car "'as well as the best. "'And he's quiet. "'There's something deep about him. "'Why, you can see that he knows he's being watched.' "'But what has he done?' emphasized Kennedy. Oh, "'Nothing. Only he acts as though he was covering up something. I know the symptoms.' I tried to analyse our feelings toward Mito. Was it merely that Riley and the rest of us did not understand the subtle Oriental, 
and that hence we suspected everything we did not understand there was no denying that mito's actions out on the sybarite for instance had been open to question yet as far as i knew there was nothing on which one could place his finger and accuse the little man except his alleged presence in town so late the night before from the corner in which we were sitting we could see through an open window the porte cochere beside the hotel at which guests were arriving and departing look pointed out riley there's shelby maddox now his motor had purred up silently around the corner of the road that led about the shore and as he pulled up before the door the omnipresent mito appeared from nowhere shelby crawled out from under the steering wheel and turned the car over to mito to run around to the hotel garage for a moment he stood talking to the jap giving him some parting instructions when another car tooted its horn and came up to the steps it was the walcott car evidently they had not come directly from the station but had taken a little ride along the shore to get the stuffy air of the railroad train out of johnson walcott's lungs it was just the opportunity shelby wanted he quickly waved to mito to pull away and turned to the new arrival opening the rear door before the officious starter could get to it and handing out winifred walcott most attentively so much so that he forgot all about his own sister and johnson walcott he and winifred stood talking evidently about shelby's own departing roadster for they were looking after mito as he shot up the road to the garage do you guess what they're talking about queried kennedy to me i would be willing to wager that i can reproduce at least a part of the conversation as they watched the speedster get away she spoke first and he nodded his head in the negative as he replied she spoke again and he nodded in the affirmative and smiled what was it i asked remember paquita oh, so does winifred first she asked shelby if his roadster was hard to drive or something of the sort he said it was not then she asked whether he would show her some of the fine points of driving it i'm sure that winifred walcott can drive for she looks like that sort of a girl shelby fairly leaped ahead like his motor does when he feeds it gas that was easy long-distance eavesdropping and what are they talking about now i demanded rather spoofing him than serious for shelby was standing on the steps yet quite oblivious to everything about him except winifred i don't know he confessed but i can predict that something will happen in thirty seconds look up the road i glanced away paquita in her speedster was shooting down as though she had a fourth speed a second and she had pulled up leaping lightly to the ground she nodded gaily to the starter to take her car for her to the garage and bounded up the steps not neglecting to display a generous vision of a trim ankle that almost caused the starter to turn the car up the steps instead of wide from the walcott car deliberately she passed close to shelby as though to show him the contrast between the fluffy little girl of the morning and the motor girl of the afternoon she smiled sweetly at shelby not neglecting a quick glance of superciliousness at winifred such as only a true actress can give at that moment irene maddox appeared in the door to greet johnson and mrs walcott paquita had not seen her nor if she had would she probably have avoided the dramatic meeting for an instant the two women were face to face 
Men would have been at each other's throats in a brutal grip. Paquita was no less brutal. Without turning an eyelash, she looked steadily into the face of the woman who had been so grievously wronged, and for all the surprise or emotion she displayed, she might have been gazing at a bisque ornament. Irene Maddox, stately in her black suit of... If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.